So I ran into a snake and it was just stretched across the path. There was nowhere to go around it. And so I like, I called somebody. I'm like, there's a snake. What do I do? Dizruns Radio episode 932 starts in three, two, Welcome back to Diz Runs Radio, where I talk with runners from all corners of the running world about running, life, and everything in between. I'm your host, Denny Cray, and it's just about time to head out the door for an easy run and a great conversation. So if you're ready, then I'm ready. Let's get started. Hey guys, uh, today's episode of the show is brought to you in part by the folks over at Tailwind who make my go-to race day fueling source. Uh, Yes, even though I tend to be a low-carb, fasted runner kind of guy on race day, I am not opposed to the idea of kicking a little bit of easy digestible carbs into the system and and, kind of helping to make sure that I'm going strong, going fast, uh, hopefully getting to the finish line without any incidents. And thankfully, when it comes to Tailwind, in my experience at least, I've had zero GI related issues on race day that in any way, shape or form could be traced back to tailwind. So it's uh, in case you're unfamiliar with tailwind, it's kind of like a, you know, it's a sports drink type of thing. Uh, you, you mix the powder in with your bottles or your, your bladder. So you kind of have to be taking, you know, a, a water source with you. Uh, it might not be something that you can just kind of stick in your pocket and uh, chug a lug a little bit here and there. Although, although maybe you could, although you might wind up looking like you got a little bit of a problem because it's kind of a white powdery substance type of thing. But, but I digress. Uh, if you're looking for a good mixable uh, fuel source that has lots of different flavors, you got some with caffeine options, some without. For those of you that are caffeine junkies like myself, you know that little extra that little extra boost is appreciated. Um, but something that takes, tastes good, sets well in your stomach. And, uh, their, their slogan is all day, all, all you need all day. Um, and I don't know, I like to have a little bit of food as well, but I'll definitely take some, some good liquid calories over the course of a, of a marathon or a ultra marathon, things like that. And for me, it's tailwind. So if you want to check it out, uh, disruns.com slash tailwind is the link that will take you to the website. Uh, I believe they have free shipping available if you order like $50 worth of stuff, which, which is kind of a lot, but it, it'll last for a while. Um, of course, you can also get it on that that one uh, website that has like free shipping for things all the time, as long as it's like your prime airy source. Um, but I can't get a kickback from there, so you know you can get it from there. That's cool. Uh, but if you want to give me a little kickback, support the show, and, and take Bezos out of the equation, and just let all your money go to the folks at Tailwind, Dizruns.com/slash/Tailwind is the link to do so. For my money, green tea buzz. If you like the caffeine, and if you got enough fluid containers available one pack of orange and one pack of the lemon lime or maybe it's just lemon um but the pack of the orange and the pack of the yellow mixed together delicious but there's no caffeine there which is the only downfall anyway disruns.com slash tailwind now without any further ado let's go ahead and dive in to today's episode of the show Hey guys, uh, today's guest is a lady that uh, has recently reached new heights in her running, which I know a little bit about because uh, I may or may not be coaching with her. But anyway, an argument could be made, and I would make the argument, that she's really only just started to scratch the surface of what she's capable of doing in this sport, which is uh, an exciting place to be for for a coach and hopefully an exciting place for her to be as well. But we'll get into that as a bit as we go. Uh, also, though, like a lot of us, 
um, running isn't just about races for her, and it's it's definitely also something that it's kind of helped her work through some some difficult times in her past, uh, which we'll probably get into that a little bit today as well. So needless to say, lots of things to talk about, and a few others that I'm keeping under wraps that we'll probably get to as well. So let's just uh, get the party started by welcoming Ms. Brooke Holt to the show. So thanks for joining us today, Brooke. Appreciate it. Thank you, Denny. Yeah, you're you're quite welcome. Another another person who raised her hand and said, "Hey, you know, I don't mind. I don't mind coming on and talking a little bit, uh, which is awesome." So, looking forward to to diving in a little bit more on on some of your story that that I don't already know, and and obviously sharing it with some others as well. And guys, if you enjoy today's conversation and you uh, want to connect with with Brooke on the social medias, it's, I'm gonna cough, so I'm gonna edit this out. <coughs> Goodness gracious, sorry about that. <coughs> um, if you want to connect with Brooke on social media. Instagram is a great place to do that. Uh, her handle is at Brooke Holt, pretty much like you would think it would be spelled B-R-O-O-K-E-H-O-L-T underscore two, three. Brooke Holt underscore 23 on Instagram. You can also find her on Facebook. She's in the Facebook group, all that kind of stuff. Brooke Holt, I mean, you know, pretty much uh, look for her there. Uh, and as per usual, I have everything linked up, disruns.com slash 932. Disruns.com slash 932 is the link to take you back to the show notes for today. We'll have everything linked up as per usual there. So, Brooke, you've you've heard this question at least a few times in the past, asking it to other folks, and now now you're you're on the hot seat. So it's it's uh, time to ask, what is your favorite distance to race and why? I've had to give this question a lot of thought because I knew it was coming. Um, my preferred distance to race is twenty six point two, and I like the challenge of it. Um, it does take a bit more training. I think personally, I'm better at racing the half marathon distance just because you know, you don't, your body doesn't, you know, it cooperates more with that distance. Whereas with 26.2, you're going and sometimes you hit a wall and you think you're just, you know, going to go great and have a PR and then, you know, you just crash and burn. Um, so I think I'm probably better at racing the half marathon distance, but my favorite is to race the whole marathon distance. Um, and I'm, I'm starting to love the further, the further, the, you know, I, I like that. So what what do you like specifically about the the marathon and, and even the longer stuff um, as you're starting to, to develop the taste there? What what about just going longer is does it for you? I think I like longer. I'm not I'm like you. I don't like the 5K distance at all. Um, I don't like going super fast and just burning out toward the end. I like going the slow and steady pace. Um, and the marathon distance, if there was a 20 mile race, that would be mm-hmm. my ideal because that's my sweet spot. But, you know, after the 20 mile, it, it starts to get tougher and you have to really push yourself to get to the extra 6.2 miles. Um, so I definitely like going slower and longer. I'm, I can do that all day long. Um, so that's why I like seeing how far I can go. Yeah, definitely. And, and uh, which we'll get into a little bit more as we go. But we, we learned that uh, 50 miles is doable for you. Uh, we got got you through 50 miles earlier this year, which was which was pretty awesome. But before we get to that point, we'd love to kind of rewind the clock a little bit and, and hear about how you got started in the sport. Is it something that's, that's always been part of your life or, or, you know, how did you get, get started in, uh, in the, in the running world that we all know and love? No, it hasn't always been part of my life. I've always been active and I would work out and things like that, but it hasn't been a part of my life. I actually dealt with, um, anorexia and I would, you know, not eat and I was very, very weak. And so, I would work out as much as I could, but I couldn't run a lot. I couldn't hardly make it one lap around the track before I would nearly pass out. And so my cousin ended up talking me into running a 5k 
And I made myself do it. I kind of walked and ran the whole thing. Um, I definitely didn't run it all the way through. And so that's where I started. And I finally made it through that race. I didn't run another one until the next year. Mm. And she was like, come on, I'm doing another one. Run with me. And so I ran another 5K. And that one, I actually almost ran all the way through. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm getting a little bit stronger. And I hadn't even trained all year, you know. And so I ran that one and I saw her come over the finish line. She was doing a half marathon and she came over the finish line. And I was like, if she can do that, I can do that. Like I am so down. So I was planning to do it. That was April. And I was planning to do it by my birthday in October. I was like, maybe a September race. And of course I worked with a runner and you know, we're all crazy. Mm -hmm. Told her about it. And she's like, well, there's one next month. And I'm like, I can't do that. Like I barely just got through, you know, three miles. And she was like, Oh yeah, you're strong enough. You can do it. So everybody was talking me into it. I was like, okay, I'll try. So 21 days later, after that 5k, I ran a where it all began. It, that's where the bug bit me. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, and how long ago was that about? I would say about three years now. Okay. Okay. Quite a, quite a trajectory to go, you know, from, from about three years ago, uh, struggling to do a, a 5k, to uh, like we said already, kind of let the cat out of the bag. Fifty miles, not not too long ago. Um, in in those early days, uh, you know what was what was the, I guess you you kind of mentioned in the in the you know info of like what do you want anything you want to talk about things like that of, of your your getting into running to help you get through the the eating disorder that you were dealing with uh, and struggling with. Um, can can we dive into that a little bit more? Like how 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 did running help you get through that? Yeah. So. I struggled with that a while. And like I said, I was very weak, but with running, um, I think I naturally had to pick up eating a little bit more to continue running. Um, so it was kind of more of a slow fade. It wasn't a magic overnight fix or anything. Um, and it's still, you know, it's difficult sometimes. I love that I'm stronger now. And I always want to be stronger. I never want to be skinny. I never want to be anything like that. I want to be stronger. I want to be fit. That's my new goal. Mm -hmm. uh, before, you know, I never could get small enough. And I was very, I was very sickly looking. A lot of people told me that I look sick. I, you know, they would ask me if I was okay. And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. You know, no, there's nothing wrong with me or whatever. Um, but running really just brought me out of that because I knew it just made me stronger. I felt more confident and I was able to do things that I didn't think was, I was capable of because from not being able to make it one lap around the track to running new distances showed me that I could do, you know, things that I knew I never thought I was capable of. So it really just brought me out of it. And I don't know how totally it happened because it just happened in a slow, you know, process or whatever, but you know, I'm, I'm here today and I'm, I'm stronger, I'm healthy and I'm happy now. That's, and that's, that's awesome. That's, that's certainly what, what matters the most. And, um, and yeah, I mean, it, it is one of those things I think that, that, uh, I mean, I, I don't, don't personally have any real experience with, with eating disorders or things like that, but I, I do know sometimes myself and certainly I know some other folks where, you know, sometimes it's a struggle of figuring out how much to eat when you're running to make sure you're fueling yourself enough, but not overeating, but not undereating. And it can be a, a tricky thing. Um, and, and I, I wonder as somebody who is, has dealt with an eating disorder, is that, is, is figuring out the nutrition part of things, is it still a bit of a challenge for you or, or is it something that really, you know, you, you 
I mean, hopefully you really do kind of have figured out and it's, it's not really an issue. Yeah, it can be because like I said, like, you know, you eat a lot, especially during the 50 mile training, I was eating all the time. And then you start to put on a few pounds and you want to result back to what you did before, which was stop eating. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's not, that's not what we do now, you know? So you do have to have a balance. Um, overall, it's not difficult, but if I start putting on a few pounds, I want to result back to what I did before. And I don't do that anymore. I'm like, I'm not going to, you know, harm my body right. just or I'm going to take care of my body and properly, you know, give it the right nutrition that it needs. So that can be a challenge, but overall it's not a challenge from day to day, but just those issues like that. Mm-hmm. So longer can be a little bit rough cause I do eat a lot more, but I just have to keep a balance on it and eat the right things. And because I'm doing so much distance, I don't gain that much, you know? Gotcha. Gotcha. And again, something that, um, I think a lot of us to varying degrees have, have, maybe a little bit of experience with as well. So, but, but glad to, glad to hear that, you know, you're, you're at a, a place now where, Hey, you know, that's, this is not, not an option and, and we're going to figure out, you know, ways of making health, like, I don't want to say healthier choices, but making, making different choices at the dinner, dinner plate besides just not eating and, and staying healthy, staying strong uh, and continuing yeah. to train. So, you know, after that, like, not after, I want to go back to that first, that first half marathon, um, coming, coming relatively short order, not a whole lot of training leading up to it. Uh, not a whole lot of advanced notice. How how would it, how did the first half marathon go for you? Was it was it? I don't want to say ridiculously easy because I'm assuming it, assuming it probably wasn't. But like, was it pretty good? Was it real rough? Like, how was that first foray into thirteen point one? It was it was fun, but I was I was done at the end. Hurt <laughs> uh, and of course, you know, first races like that, you always start out super fast mm-hmm. and then crash toward the end, and that's exactly what I did. So I started out, it was a very small race. I think there was like, I don't know, maybe 15 of us for the half marathon. The whole marathon started way back, like earlier that morning. And they start, um, you know, further back. So it's like a, you know, point to point race. And uh, so we started and everybody, you know, they always take off fast. And there was a lot of faster people there than me, of course. But um, I was finishing like with the whole marathon people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But um we started out and they were like running like nine minute pace. And I was like, all right, you know, this must be what we run. So I just started running. And because I had no training, I'd, you know, never run that distance before in my life. Um, I ended up running it in like two forty five, I think, because I was walking a lot of the end of it, but I made it. And I was like, you know what? I don't know if I'll do this again, but it seems like I would want to get my time down. So I think I will. At that point, I was super tired, but I was like, let me rest a little bit, and I think I'll want to do this again and get my time down. So it went pretty good. Good, good. And it obviously went well enough that you weren't like, nope, I'm done. Never going to do this again, um, <laughs> which is which is obviously good. So um, how long did it take you to, to try it again? Was it was it relatively shorter like that like that first half marathon, or did you, did you wait a little while to, to dip your toes into that uh, longer distance waters again? So that was pretty much the end of race season here, but it didn't take me long because I had already decided from that point that I was going to try a whole marathon. Mm-hmm. And so in December that year, I ran a whole marathon. So I think me and my cousin ran like one more half marathon, maybe like in September, October. And then the next one was a whole marathon. I actually ran the whole marathon in Jacksonville, Florida. And that was only like seven months later, I think. So. 
well, how do you, you can't leave lead us up to that and then just say, oh, you know, I just ran it seven months later. How did how did that go? Lessons learned from the half marathon, or as as I would attest, and and maybe you can tell me differently from from your perspective, but running a half marathon and running a full marathon, two completely different things. And the lessons learned from the the half may or may not really translate well to the full. But how was how was your first full marathon experience? It was good. We trained for a while. Um, again, we started out too fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that takes a little while to get used to. But we trained for a while. Um, she had ran, I think, two marathons at that point. So she was a little bit more used to it. And we trained. We showed up at the race and we started. I'm better at starting with the pacer because I tend to get the, you know, the race excitement mm-hmm. just gets me and throws me in. And if I have a pacer, I know you know, I can start out better. Um, so there was no pacers there. I don't, not that I remember. And so we started out and we were again, running pretty fast. And I told her, I was like, Hey, we're running faster than we trained, like way faster than we trained. She was like, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. So I ran with her until about mile 15 and then she left me. And then I think about mile 18, I caught back up with her cause her ankle was hurting. Um, but that, that one turned out pretty good. I know you shouldn't like put a time on your first marathon, but I was like five hours. That's what I want to do. And I ended up finishing in five Oh seven. So I don't wow. think that was too bad. No, that's, that's not too bad at all. Coming off of a, uh, uh two forty. And again, nothing too bad about you finishing a marathon. That's, that's in and of itself, obviously an accomplishment, but, uh, you know, two forty five first half marathon. And then following that up, not too far later with, uh, with a, uh, uh, 507 full. That's, that's pretty awesome. And, uh, sounds like a little, little value in, in having a, a little bit of a goal, a little bit of time to do some training, like training, training actually helps out a little bit. Yes, it does. <laughs> Majorly. So finish, finish the first marathon. Um, and, and if I'm, if I got my timelines correct, like this isn't that long ago, a couple years ago, probably. Um, do you just kind of keep climbing the ladder? Cause that, that kind of seems like that maybe, uh, from, from what I do know about you and, and the time we've been working together, it seems like something that, uh, you're prone to do is like, all right, got, got this. Let's, let's see about going a little bit farther. Is, is that, uh, you know, how, how long after the first marathon where you're like, let's do this again, or maybe even go a little farther. Yeah. You know, I like to pull things on you like oh, I'm going to race next week, by the way. <laughs> um, so the next marathon was in March and it was in Albany, Georgia. And after that race, I decided that, um, I should check off States. I mean, cause why not? make a big goal at the beginning. So that's what I started doing after that one. So how many States do you have checked off so far? I believe I have eight checked off in every state. I was supposed to do four in 2020, of course, but that didn't happen. Yeah. Every, everybody's got a story of races that didn't happen, uh, last year for, for pandemic related reasons and, uh, lots of fingers crossed, uh, for this year that, that races will happen. Do you, it, it, and this is maybe, maybe a self-serving question because, you know, as, as the coach, maybe it's nice to know these things, but since I got you on the podcast, a good time to ask, do you have any races like really lined up yeah. for, for this year plans for, for this year, if things, you know, kind of hopefully go, go the way we're all hoping that they're going to go. I am signed up for Oklahoma cause that we deferred from last year to this year. And then I was also signed up for the Marine Corps, uh, 50 K and they already canceled this year, so that one's not going to happen. So I don't know how many races are going to happen. If I see one that's available, I'll jump in, you know, a couple weeks before. <laughs> Surprise. But um, I don't want to plan too far in advance because last year I had a lot of cancellations, which means a lot of lost money. So 
you know, I'll wait until closer to the time, but I don't know how many is actually going to happen, but if they do, I'm, I'm totally. All right. Fair enough. Can consider, consider myself warned, I guess, notified that uh, we need to make sure we're, we're race ready for the most part, at least close to race ready so we can jump into things at the last minute, which I guess I kind of already got that figured out with you anyway. But, um, you know, we, we talked about the, the first 50 miler a couple of times, um, and, and kind of teased that a little bit, but, uh, we'd love to, we'd love to dive into some of the, the, you know, couple of ultra distance races that, that you ran. Um, what was, what the first 50 K if memory serves was like a, a year ago ish. Um, what, what got you to scratch the itch of running beyond 26.2 miles? Um, I have no other answer except I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really don't know. I just, I thought that maybe I would want to go beyond the distance. And if, don't get me wrong, I was nervous showing up the first time for UK, especially on a trail, because we don't have trails around here. We, um, we only have road running and my cousin teases me. She's like, you have the worst place to run because people will be trying to run me off the road. Mm. Um, so I don't have any trail options around here whatsoever. So just getting on the trail, you know, around here, I just trained on dirt roads and as rough as terrain as I could find, but just being on the trail the whole time for that distance, I was a little bit nervous, but I didn't really have a reason. I just wanted to see what I was capable of doing. Mm. You know, I, I knew I could go further and I wanted to see how far I could go. Talking about preparing for a trail race when you don't really have a lot of trails to run on to, to prepare for, how, how did you go about doing that? You know, for, for those, especially for those that are listening that may be in a similar situation for one reason or another, they don't have a lot of trail access or maybe, you know, whatever, whatever the, the situation might be, um, you know, maybe not so much, how did you go about doing it? Cause you kind of said what you, what you did, but like, what was the experience like of running on a trail? Like, like, obviously it was different, but like. How, how different was it? How, what did you expect? Did it live up to your expectations? Was it better or worse? I mean, like, what was that first trail running experience, which not for nothing was also 50K, so it was, it was farther than ever before. But what was that first trail race experience like for you? So that wasn't my first trail. So I did a trail marathon in, or I think it was actually supposed to be a 50K, in Mississippi, and it was very muddy, it, like two points in the trail where you have to like hold onto trees to not slide down the other side. But overall, it's an easy trail. Um, mostly you're just running through the woods. Like, you know, we don't have a lot of trails around here, like I said. And they just made like a path through the woods. And you, if you look at my map from the 50K and the 50 mile distance, it's just like going in circles, weaving back and forth. Um, and people are like, you know, because it's a 10 mile loop and you have to run it you know three times or five times and like, don't you get bored running the same loop i'm like no i don't even ever know where i am on this <laughs> so much so it was a lot i mean it was easy i don't want to say easy because it wasn't easy but it wasn't bad um i was sore in different places after i got through with trail running versus road running just because you use different muscles your ankles you mm -hmm. know are, are having to stabilize more but it wasn't that difficult I'm okay. I'm a clumsy person, but I'm okay as long as it hasn't been raining for weeks. Um, when I run trails. Yeah, I got it. It's a it's a whole different beast when it's uh, the the muddy, sloppy mess out there on the trails versus when they're dry and a little bit more runnable. Right. Last year, I ran the 50k and I fell three times. You know, because it's always those little roots that get you. You jump over the big ones, and the little ones just trip you up. 
but the 50 mile this year, I did a little bit better. I didn't fall at all. So I was, I was congratulating myself on that after the race. Oh man. You ask, ask any, any veteran trail runner and they'll tell you a, a trail run, especially that long 50 mile that you don't, you don't trip and fall on something. That's a, that's a winning of itself right there. So speaking of, of, you know, a little bit more specifically to the 50 mile, less of the trails themselves, but just like that, that 50 mile race, um, you know, th- that was a race that, again, from, from my perspective as the coach, it was, it was a lot of touch and go, like, cause it was, it was in December of, of, was no, was it whatever it was still in the, in the quarantine time or in the, the pandemic time where races were maybe happening, not happening. Um, but, uh, how, how did, how did that race go specifically? I mean, farthest distance by far that, that you'd ever run. Um, I, I can't imagine you felt great throughout the whole thing, but like, what was, what was it like to, to go, you know, 18 miles, 19 miles, 20 miles farther than you ever run before? Like, like how, how did the 50 miler go for you? I think it went really well, especially based on the training that I had. You um, kind of suggested that I might want to stick to the 50K just because I had so much going on through the year. Um, with I lost both my grandparents and we were taking care of them throughout the last days of their life and just, you know, work and school and all that. I didn't have as much time to train as you and I had planned. Mm-hmm. And so my training was at the bare, bare minimum. And I think it went really well because, you know, I was like, I'm, I think I'm going to go ahead and do the 50 miler. And you were like, okay, you know, <laughs> can do it. <laughs> so I jumped in it, of course. Um, but I think it went well. So the first probably 10, 15 miles. I was like, what am I thinking? Like, I know I'm undertrained. I'm, I'm already tired. Like, how am I going to make it through? And then I kept on going, of course. And you know, by mile 20, 30, I was, I was feeling pretty good. And then I ran into a snake and I hate snakes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I ran into a snake and it was just stretched across the path. There was nowhere to go around it. And so I like, I called somebody, I'm like, there's a snake. What do I do? Like, I don't want to make it mad, but I can't jump over it, blah, blah, blah. So I, they were like, throw stuff at it. Maybe it'll go somewhere. So I like threw pine cones at it until it like slithered across the path. And then I kept running, but that took a good 10 minutes off of my time. (laughs) So we're just like having an encounter with a snake out there. And this guy is like on the other side of the trail. He's like, what are you doing? Stop it. I'm like, there's a snake. (laughs) But, um, anyways, I made it through, um, I was definitely feeling it toward the end. My cousin came and ran the last, I think about 10 or 11 miles. Um, cause the trail, they say it's 10 miles, but it's a little bit over that. Um, so anyways, he came and ran the last loop with me or the loop and a half. Um, and so that definitely helped because by then it was, it was getting dark and I was just tired and losing it. You know, there's not a lot of people on the trail by that point. Cause there's not a lot of people signed up for the 50 mile distance. Mm-hmm. So I was just about to lose it. Um, but it really helped having somebody come and run that last little bit with me, but I felt good overall. And I thought I was going to come home and just crash and sleep for days, but that's not how it worked. Like I always wondered how people did it in the hundred milers, you know, Oh, I'll take a nap and then get up and run again. But I now understand it because with that, I thought I was going to come home sleep. Cause I had church the next morning that I was going to come home and sleep and sleep and sleep and not barely wake up for church. But I came home and I barely slept that night. I couldn't go to sleep. I laid there for like three hours. I think I only slept like two hours, got up for church like the next three nights, I couldn't sleep. I don't know if it was my adrenaline going, mm. but but I was wired. I could have kept going forever. So it does interest me with that fact to see if I could go beyond the 50 mile distance. 
I'm not saying it'll happen anytime soon, but I'm just saying it does interest me that I could go beyond that. Well, that was that was going to be the next question is, <laughs> is had you, you thought about uh, going going beyond that? And, and so now, you know, now the coach me is like, all right, well, better better <laughs> make sure she's ready because she'll, you know, come up with some idea to run a, a 100K or 100 miler. And oh, I think about doing it in four weeks. Like, do you think that that's doable? And then I'll say no. And then she'll go do it. And, you know, it's, it's kind of how our relationship works. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, like you said, a little bit rough on this, on the sleeping front and, and just kind of, you know, like just a, a, a pretty euphoric moment, obviously to, to finish it, or at least pretty, pretty, you know, moment to be proud of and then take a little while to recover. But, um, you know, I mean, honestly, like from my perspective, and it sounds like kind of from your perspective too, like it went about as well as could have gone, maybe save for the snake, you know, if we could have gotten rid of the snake to begin with, um, you know, all things considered, like that was, that was a, a pretty, uh pretty great run and a, a pretty great day in the woods. And, uh, you know, I, I guess I'm just, I don't really have a question other than like, bravo job. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. I, you know, I placed first place woman, which there wasn't a lot of women in there, so we won't mention that's, that fact, but I, did I was going to say, yeah, just stop there. You, you won your <laughs> first, first female. That's, 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 that's it. That's all we need to know. <laughs> I didn't have many to compete with, but I was still first place. So that's all that matters. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that's the best is when you're, you know, the only one in your age group or the only, you know, whatever, the only one doing that distance. And you're just like, yeah, you're darn right. I won, you know, absolutely. <laughs> First place overall. Um, and you just, you know, you don't even, you don't even hint at the fact that, you know, one out of one, you're also the, you're also the last, you know, in that, in, in my scenario, not in your scenario, but in my scenario, you're all, you might still also be the last, but you're the first. That's, that's all we're going to focus on. Exactly. So one thing that, uh, I, 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 don't know that I really knew um, until we actually got together. We were able to, to say hi and talk for a few minutes uh, in front of the, the Cannonball Marathon in, in 2019 um, that you do a lot of your running wearing a, a, a running skirt, a long running skirt. Um, what's, for lack of a better way of asking the question, like, when did, when did that start and, and why, why do that? Why, why, you know, like most people it's like shorts and, and as light as possible. And, and here's Brooke with this, you know, fairly, fairly long skirt on. Um, what's, what's up with the, the running skirt situation? So I've worn them all my life. Um, I try to dress modestly and I, that's a personal conviction for me to wear a skirt. Um, I want to dress modestly and represent God in the best way that I know how. And people always ask, you know, they think it's a a really big deal to run in a skirt, but for me, it's not like it's, it's the same as someone running in leggings or shorts or anything like that. It's, it's very open. It's very wide. So it's no struggle for me. I've done it all my life. I've actually done an obstacle course race. Um, I did a savage race in a skirt. Um, so even obstacles aren't an issue for that. So it's not a big deal for me. I know it looks different for everybody else and they they're always surprised and asking where I get them and things like that. But that's, that's my life. That's how I've lived my life all along and anything anybody else can do in pants, I can do in a skirt. And that's what, you know, that's what I want to show. Awesome. Awesome. Are they like specifically designed as, as running skirts or are they, are they not? And then you just, this is what you wear to run in. Yeah, they, there's a few companies out there that specifically make running skirts, um, athletic skirts, period, and swimming skirts, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can be worn in water and, you know, all tough terrain and stuff. Um, most of them have like shorts or leggings types under them just to, you know, help with 
modesty or chafing or anything mm-hmm. like that. But they're yeah, they're specifically made for that. And they have like a wide waistband, so they stay up and you know, they're they're made for it. Awesome. Awesome. As you know, as it relates to anything, it's like, hey, you know, like, like, yes, it stands out a little bit, but you know, it works for you. It's what, it's what you like to do. Like, Hey, no factor with that. It's, I I almost, obviously it's completely different, but I almost feel it's, it's like me sometimes showing up with my like hydration pack at like a road race where those are still kind of fewer and far, farther between, although they're getting a little bit more, more commonplace, but, um, you know, like I, and I used to be the guy that would look at somebody that had their, their, you know, hydration pack or their belt with their bottles and like, come on, man. Like, you know, you, right. there's water, there's water at the aid stations. There's water, there's Gatorade. Like there's all the things you need. What are you, what are you using that for? Um, but now it's just like, Hey, that's what works for you. Cool. Like, awesome. You do, you do you. Um, and it's like, I, you know, it, like when I, when I saw you in, in, uh, in Greensboro, North Carolina, I was like, like it, it, it registered, but it like was like, all right, whatever. Like, Hey, if, if she's comfortable running in that and that's, and that's what works. Cool. Nope. No problem at all. Um, and, and yeah, that was, that was, that was, uh, uh, it was cool to meet you there. Um, and, and cool that, uh, that that's what, what, you know, that's what you're comfortable with. Awesome. Rock and roll. Right. I've seen people run in a lot of things. I've seen a shark like costume. I've seen, you know, a lady ran in like a hoop skirt, like those old mm-hmm. hoop skirts. I was like, I don't know how that girl's doing it, but more power to you woman. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's, and that's the thing, like, you know, you're wearing a, a longer skirt, but it's, it's designed for athletic life, athletic movements. And, and like you said, swimming obstacle courses, like whatever it might be. Um, and, and I feel like that's got to be way more comfortable. And this is me just assuming, right? But that's yes. way more comfortable than some of the, the random costumes that people wear at, at various races. All, you know, I see them a lot at Disney, of course, but like, you know, there's people dressed in costume at all manner of races. And a lot of times those aren't designed necessarily for athletic wear. So I feel like you're, you're way ahead of the curve as far as comfort, breathability, all that kind of stuff. Uh, than some of those things that, uh, that we all see out on various races. Exactly. I couldn't imagine wearing a costume. <laughs> Oh man, me neither. Me neither. Um, so, you know, kind of, we've kind of hinted at this a, a couple times. Um, but, uh, it, you know, it, it's, it's kind of one of my least favorite questions to ask, but I'm still going to ask it anyway. Like, like what's, what's the future hold for you as far as, as running goes, you know, have you, have you thought long and hard about, I mean, obviously 50 States is still part of the, the, the mix and hopefully we'll start to cross some, some States off again this year. Um, but like, future goals, future ambitions to, to get faster at races, to keep running farther, a little bit of both. Like, like what, what's kind of the, uh, you know, the five-year, uh, Brook Holt running plan look like if, if there even is one. Yeah, I think there is plans to do both. Um, I definitely want to see how far I can go. That's, that's the biggest thing for me. I do want to get faster. I, everybody loves PR. I mean, I do too. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think that going further is actually going to help my PRs, like even in marathon distance, because one of my best PRs is in a 5k distance, which, you know, I've only done a few of those, but it was after I did a marathon, like the week before I only had like a week off and then I did the 5k and that is still my PR to this day. So I think running longer distance, no matter how slow and, you know, just keeping it slow and steady, I think that'll help my marathon distance PR. So if that works out, then that's great. Um, of course, checking out the States. Um, I do want to go further, but I don't know how soon I'll do that just because of, you know, the stage of life I'm in right now with school and work and things like that. I would love to do a hundred miler. I'm not saying when that'll happen, but I definitely think it'll be after school just when I have more time on my hands. Um, 
but yeah, I definitely want to see some more PRs. The last PR I've got in a marathon was in, I think it was in 2018 and it was raining. It was freezing. You know, I just started running, so I didn't have the proper running gear at all for rain. I didn't know it was even going to rain and it was raining. It was like, I think maybe 35 degrees, something like that. So, I mean, I was going good until about mile 23 and then I was frozen. So I was, you know, I was doing a lot of walking and running, but that's still my PR to this day as well. So I would like to go beyond that because I know that I'm stronger now, um, but I just haven't tried for a PR. I've taken the last few marathons easy and just enjoying them, especially the ones where I'm checking off the state, you know, mm-hmm. the course, things like that. Now, the one here in March that I do, um, that's the Snickers, I've done it twice, I think. And that's going to be kind of like my PR race. I mean, there may be other races that I just happen upon a PR, but that one, I know the course and I think it'll be my one that I actually try to PR if I'm trying for one. Um, but for the most part, I just like to take running easy and fun because I don't ever want it to be a chore. Like I want to have a good time when I'm out there. Um, of course we don't get paid for this. So I want to know that I'm going out there to have a good time. If I get a PR, great. Um, do I push for PRs sometimes? Yes, but I don't want to have to every single race. So that's, that's the way I like to run. Well, and, and not for nothing, but it maybe sounds like you've been paying attention to some of the things, not, not necessarily that I've said to you specifically from a coaching perspective, but over the, you know, the course of the years of the podcast and things like that, where, where, yeah, building the base, stretching it out, um, is, is a, a great way to get faster just by building more endurance. And, and, you know, hopefully maybe the next time that you're doing a, a, a marathon for to try to PR instead of, I don't want to say crashing and burning, but instead of really hitting that wall and struggling the last couple few miles by having a 50 miler under your belt, by having a 50 K and who knows what else other things you might have under your belt by then. Um, you know, it helps you to just kind of keep, keep grinding through like, Hey, yeah, it's 23 miles, but like I've done 50 before. I'm not even at the halfway point of that. So I can keep, keep going for an extra, you know, three or four miles at this point and, and finish the race strong. Um, but also, you know, the, the idea that, yeah, you, you, especially if you're running a lot of races, you really can't, I mean, I guess you can, but it's difficult to try to PR all of them. Um, just because of how you want to build up your training and focus and taper and all those types of things. Uh, if you're racing frequently, that makes it a lot harder versus if you kind of identify one goal race, build towards it. Yeah. You can race some other races and as part of that or run some other races, maybe not race them so much. Um, which is something I've talked about a few times. So I'm glad, glad you're listening, Brooke. That's good to hear. I try to sometimes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And everything else is healy compared to here because you know, we're near sea level. So it's hard to PR anywhere else, you know, even checking off the States and stuff like that. Like it might happen, but I'm not, I'm not wishing for it to happen. Like I said, I'm just going to go out there and have fun. And if it happens great, if it don't, you know, who cares? I'm having fun. Um, I like to go and talk to people at races. So I'll just find somebody that, you know, don't have headphones in or whatever. And I'm just, you know, blabbing the whole time. My cousin actually laughs at me because she had just had a baby and we were running a half marathon together. So she was actually behind me that time. And she was like, you were just, you just talked to everybody. And then she came and she started passing me. I was like, I'm sorry. I've been talking to you this whole race, but I got to go. Like she can't be, (laughs) I took off. She was like, oh, no fair, no fair. So, well, and, and, uh, I mean, that's, that's, that's awesome. And, and, and kind of shows that like, Hey, if you're having fun, you're, you're just cruising along, talking to folks like that's, that's, I don't want to say more important than a PR, but like, 
that's up there. Like that's, right. that's kind of says you're doing it right. You're having a good time, you're cruising. Um, and, and you know, for all of us, that's something to maybe not do every time. Cause like, you know, like you said, you want to race fast once in a while and all of us, uh, not all of us, a lot of us like to race fast once in a while, right. but sometimes just, just cruising and being, especially after this year of not racing or last year, I guess, after not racing very much, uh, just getting in there and, and soaking it up and, and enjoying the miles and chatting and making a few friends. Like there's something to be said about that attitude on race day as well. Exactly. I run alone at home. Um, for the past two years, she hasn't ran with me because she's had two little boys, but so I'm running alone at home. So when I get to a race, like I want people to talk to, I want, you know, that's, that's the fun of showing up and everybody being there, you know, just being with other people. Yeah, absolutely. And, and again, something that a lot of folks, myself included, and, and I think probably I can safely say your, yourself also included, have been missing uh, with all the races being canceled and, and, and restrictions and things like that. And, and hopefully we can get back, uh, get back into that environment, get back into that situation again soon where we can comfortably be around, you know, a few thousand other runners and, and go out for, you know, 13 miles or 26 miles or 31 miles or 50 miles or whatever it might be. Uh, get out there and, and get some some running time and some community time and, and all that kind of good stuff again pretty soon. So that leads us kind of to the, the old philosophical question here, Brooke. Can't let you out the door without without asking you a little something, something deep and meaningful to get you going um, or to, to, to leave you leave us with. But uh, at, at this point, you know, a handful of years into into running, um, I guess, I guess maybe this is one of my, one of my kind of OG philosophical questions that I don't ask as much lately, but I, I still like to, to dabble in it once in a while. But, um, what does being a runner mean to you? You know, what, what does the fact that, that you are a runner, that you're strong, that you're healthy, that you're fit, um, what's, what does that mean about you? What, what does, what does, what do you want that to mean about you? What do you want that to say to you? Like, what does, what does being a runner and, and running in general, uh, mean to you, Brooke? I think that especially coming from where I was, it means that I'm strong and I know that I'm capable of doing a whole lot more than I ever thought was possible. And it just, I don't think there's, I know that there's no end game in the, in the running, you know, side of things. You can always get stronger in every area, um, whether it's distance, whether it's time or both. And that's where I'm at. That's, Running is my safe place. It is my, you know, whether I'm stressed, it is, it's where I go to. Um, when, you know, just when life gets too hard, it's, it's my place to go to. It's my, my peace. And that's what I love about running. It can be anything you need it to be. It's, it's just there, you know, it's, it's that place where you can go where nothing else makes sense in the world and you can just go and everything just, just settles, you know, um, that's what I love about running. Yeah, totally, totally agree, Brooke. And, and I think that's one of those things that a lot of us, you know, certainly myself, but a lot of folks can be like, yep, that makes, that makes sense. So thank you for sharing that. And uh, once again, guys, if you want to connect with Brooke on the social medias, uh, Instagram is a great place at Brooke Holt underscore 23 at Brooke Holt underscore 23. She's also on Facebook. You can find her in the, the Facebook group or just search for her name on Facebook. And uh, as per usual, disruns.com slash 932 is the link to the show notes. I'll have everything linked up there, some photos, the whole nine disruns.com slash nine three two. So, uh, Brooke, thank you for, for taking the time today for, for joining us, um, sharing a little bit more about, uh, about you and, and giving me a chance as, as the coach to even learn a little bit more about you, which is, which is, uh, certainly nice. Uh, but, uh, appreciate your time, appreciate your willingness and I certainly wish you nothing but the best going forward. Uh, and again, thanks and, and all the best. All right. 
Guys, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode of the show. Hope you enjoyed the conversation between Brooke and myself. And as per usual, be curious to know what stood out to you from today's episode. What was what was your takeaway from the things that we talked about today? Um, for me, I think that, that the thing that kind of stood out, or maybe maybe it's a little bit underlying, but when when Brooke was talking about you know, kind of like some of the looks she gets or some of the questions she gets when she shows up to a, a race wearing a, a, a running skirt. Um, you know, it, it just it just kind of reminded me that we just need to do what, what works for us, right? You do you, do you, you do what you need to do, what, what is comfortable for you, what works for you, um, and, tr- and try not to worry too much about what everybody else is, is may or may not be thinking because not for nothing, but at least for me, and I, I feel like I've heard this from some folks at various points along the way, so maybe this relates to you as well. But we, we spend so much time worrying about what other people might think about, you know, what we wear, whether or not we're wearing a shirt for a, a long run in the summertime, or whether or not we're wearing uh, a hydration belt or a hydration vest on race day or not on race day, uh, you know, are we wearing tights? Are we wearing shorts? Are we wearing this? Are we wearing that? Do, do, you know, whatever the case might be. We, we get so caught up in, in worrying about what other people think about how we look while we run our form, yada, yada, yada. But guess what? Most people aren't really paying attention. Or they might notice it, but they don't really, like, think about it. You know, when I'm out running, um, I, I, I notice other people, of course. But I don't, like, spend any time actually, like, thinking about what they're doing or what they're wearing, not wearing, things like that. Yet I know for myself, I get caught up thinking about, well, you know, if I wear this, it doesn't, you know, like this sounds ridiculous, but it, it does happen sometimes. Like, well, it doesn't quite match or it does, like I'm going to run to the store after the run. So like, I got to make sure that it's, you know, honestly, who cares? Who cares? You do what you need to do in your training runs on race day. If that means you're going to do some walking, you're going to mix in some type of run walk situation. Cool. Don't worry about what people might think if they analyze your run on Strava because what they might think, they're probably not going to analyze your run on Strava. But even if they do, it doesn't matter. You know, if you want to wear a skirt, if you want to wear long sleeves, if you want to, whatever you want to do, if it works for you, it's comfortable for you, you do you. And so, you know, it was just, it was just a nice reminder when Brooke was like, yeah, you know, it's, it's something I do. It make you know, just a little bit of modesty. I feel more comfortable. Hey. It's not necessarily my thing, but it doesn't matter. It's her thing. It works for her. And I just started, you know, when she was talking about that, I just started thinking about all the times I've worried about what other people might think during a run instead of worrying about what works best for me. And thankfully, I've gotten over it now when it comes to wearing my my water pack with me, no matter pretty much any type of race. Like, yeah, whatever. You don't like it? Cool. Whatever. It's got my phone right there. It's got my, my tailwind, which is funny how that worked out as a sponsor today. Um, but it's got everything I need. So I'm good. You don't want to like it. You, you think it's ridiculous that why would, why would this clown be wearing a, a water pack during a, a half marathon where there's water stations every mile? Well, because that way I don't have to stop at a water station. It just works for me. You don't worry about it. You do you, I'll do me. And Hey, you know, we can hang out after a race. Once this pandemic situation is behind us and we can do so safely, let's do so safely. Anyway, that's my takeaway from today. What about you? What stood out to you from today's episode? Let me know. I'm at DizRuns on Twitter, at DizRuns on Instagram. You can also send an email to DizRuns at gmail.com. And of course, you can head over to the show notes for today. We got a couple of uh, photos from Brooke. Uh, there might even be a photo of her and I at the uh, the starting line getting ready for the Cannonball Marathon back in 2019. Um, 
but you know we got some links we got all the things there and of course there's that comment section down at the bottom of the page as well uh, check it out disruns.com slash 932 disruns.com slash 932 and uh, one last time if you want to get some tailwind or you maybe you need to, to replenish your stores now that you know warmer weather is approaching you're going to go through a bit more fluids out there on your run you're going to need some some more electrolytes some more fuel in your in your long run days and your virtual running racing days uh, or whatever, or maybe you just like to drink tailwind sitting around the house. I'm not here to judge. You do you. You do you. Uh, but if you want to support the show at the same time, you support uh, a great company and, and good products that they make. Uh, Dizruns.com slash tailwind is the link. And uh, let me know what flavor you get. Because I, I have some that I'm not super keen on, but hey, I know lots of people that like them. So, you know, again, you do you. That's, that's the moral of the story today. You do you. Uh, Dizruns.com slash tailwind. And with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. Uh, thanks again for listening. Hope you enjoyed this one. Uh, if you did, hit that share button. Spread the word. Always appreciate that kind of uh, support. That really does mean a lot, and it really does make a difference. And until next time, y'all, please be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening, and uh, we'll talk soon, all right? See you guys.